I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to Ponder Exchange, a podcast about Christian faith and armed service hosted by me, Brother Logan Isaac. First Formation is spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 69, verses 7 through 10 and 16 through 18. It is for your sake that I have borne reproach, that shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my kindred, an alien to my mother's children. It is zeal for your house that has consumed me. The insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. When I humbled my soul with fasting, they insulted me for doing so. Answer me, O Lord. For your steadfast love is good. According to your abundant mercy, turn to me. Do not hide your face from your servant, for I am in distress. Make haste to answer me. Draw near to me. Redeem me. Set me free because of my enemies. Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 18 through 23. Then they said, Come, let us make plots against against Jeremiah. For instruction shall not perish from the priest, nor counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophet. Come, let us bring charges against him, and let us not heed any of his words. Give heed to me, O Lord, and listen to what my adversaries say. Is evil a recompense for good? Yet they have dug a pit for my life. Remember how I stood before you to speak good for them, to turn away your wrath from them. Therefore give their children over to famine. Hurl them out to the power of the sword. Let their wives become childless and widowed. May their men meet death by pestilence, their youths be slain by the sword in battle. May a cry be heard from their houses when you bring the marauder suddenly upon them. For they have dug a pit to catch me and laid snares for my feet. Yet you, O Lord, know all their plotting against, plotting to kill me. Do not forgive their iniquity. Do not blot out their sin from your sight. Let them be tripped up before you and deal with them while you are angry. Acts chapter 5, verses 17 through 26. Then the high priest took action, he and all who were with him, that is, the sect of the Sadducees, being filled with jealousy, arrested the apostles and put them in the public prison. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, Go, stand in the temple and tell the people the whole message about this life. When they heard this, they entered the temple at daybreak and went on with their preaching. When the high priest and those with him arrived, they called together the council and the whole body of the elders of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the temple police were there, they did not find them in the prison. So they returned and reported, We have found the prison securely locked and the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now when the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, they were perplexed about them, wondering what might be going on. Then someone arrived and announced, Look, the men you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the captain went with the temple police and brought them, but without violence, for they were afraid of being stoned by the people.
Good morning and welcome to the third Friday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 69 and Jeremiah 18 and Acts 5. The um, readings in both Jeremiah and Acts begin with um, the elites or the, the kind of influential people um, people with power saying of the believers, let's plot against them, let's keep them from doing what um, God would have them do. Um, and there are two different actions, two different uh, responses that um, each book or each passage uh, provides. With Jeremiah, um, he pleads with God to basically punish them, to deal with them in his anger, um, to not forgive them, to, to let them fall to pestilence and, and war and everything else. Um, in Acts, however, um, nearly the same thing happens. High priests and the Sadducees filled with jealousy, arrested the apostles. We don't know how many, maybe all of them, probably not. Um, and, uh, they, they also have their own plot to kind of keep them silent and obstruct uh, the mission they're given from God. But here, the apostles don't plead with God for vengeance. Um, they simply go back to what they were doing. Um, they kind of get on with it. They don't um, busy themselves thinking about uh, or acting on the kind of emotional um, response to something like that, which I think is just fine. I think it's appropriate. Um, and in Jeremiah, we see a, a legitimate response to being plotted against, but perhaps not the best. Um, and the uh, the apostles, or the passage from Acts, gives us a sense of what I had mentioned earlier this week about, you know, nonviolence and what, you know, what if strength looked different than like, um, you know, like bodybuilding, how, how much can you do? Um, rather being thought of as how much can you withstand? Um, and I use the example of Cool Hand Luke, this movie from, shoot, I don't know, actually, maybe the sixties, um, where, um, the, the main character is getting beaten up. He doesn't defend himself, but he keeps standing up. And the guy who's beating him up is frustrated, knowing that he has no real power over him. Um, and all he can do is just beat him, keep beating him up until he tires out and he breaks down in tears, and the main character becomes the head honcho. Um, it reminds me that uh, this reading from Acts reminds me of that, where it's like, they kind of shrug off being thrown in prison and get right back, you know, stand right back up and go right back to where they they were and what they were doing. Um, and I, I think that's um, just as legitimate, if not um, even more effective. It seems mission-focused to me. Um, we are allowed our emotional responses, our anger, our sadness, our joy. We are allowed those. Um, and I think soldiers in particular should be allowed those. Um, but that doesn't mean that our our reactions, our, our responses to things should be based on those legitimate emotional responses. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong. Should I? Yeah, I think I believe that um, in what Jeremiah calls for. 
Um, as far as I know, he doesn't actually act on it. He asks God to do it, and maybe he's taking God's name in vain by asking God to do something that God doesn't necessarily have any interest in doing. Um, uh, but notice he doesn't do it himself. Um, you know, we, uh, we too often conflate anger with violence. Um, and that isn't to say that you can be violent without being angry. I don't know that I believe that. Augustine believed that. Um, but that is to say that anger is too often, uh, you know, rejected or, or not allowed because it is believed to be violent. And I, I think that's just horseshit. Um, we are allowed to be angry. God has been angry. We, we know that Jeremiah knows that God is, is angry. Um, and when God is violent, I mean, God is God. God doesn't have to answer to anybody but God. But we do. Um, when our anger gets the best of us and we act out, um, that is something that we have to deal with. Um, violence, I think, is a sin. It is um, undoing God's plan, uh, obstructing and even um, reversing God's plan. Um, but that doesn't mean that, that everything that we can imagine as quote-unquote violent or violence uh, is off the, the table. Um, too often, um, and I, I think this is especially true with my experience of being a veteran, um, Christians in particular in America are averse to conflict, to um, discomfort. Uh, I should say white America, I think. Um, and that, that gets written on to um, civilians' interactions with soldiers and veterans when we are angry, and rightly so, that we spent years of our lives um, fighting overseas for a cause that was just kind of fabricated out of thin air, weapons of mass destruction, that would make anybody angry. Uh, to know that we have friends that have been killed because of this, you know, fabricated war, um, that would make a normal person angry. But we aren't allowed to show that anger because we, uh, in America, too quickly associate anger with violence and, and attack. And I think that's really unfortunate. Um, so I, I think anger is fine, but it isn't the best. Um, recently, there's a there's uh, the, another uh, shooting um, in Atlanta, and the mayor, uh, by, by one of the police officers or former police officers, and the mayor of Atlanta said, and it seemed, by all intents and purposes, it seemed much more complicated. In Rayshawn Brooks' case, uh, the man who was killed, um, he took one of the officer's tasers. Like, that would probably scare me as an officer. Um, but, uh, so, it's more gray area in this case but the the Atlanta mayor said there's a difference and that she called for his being fired and prosecuted she said there's a difference between what you can do and what you should do and even if the officer was more justified than other officers in taking um, force lethal force that doesn't mean he should have um, and I think that uh, is a really important point to rem to remember. All the things we can do with our anger doesn't mean we should do them. And so here we have this case of Jeremiah showing how angry he is and showing that we can be angry with God, and God is sometimes angry with us. And we can do that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
But what we should do, if we're mission-focused, if we really are committed to doing this thing that God calls us to, we stand up, like Cool Hand Luke, shrug it off, and get on about our business. And we see that in the apostles. Instead of getting upset at the Sadducees, they go right back out and keep teaching. And this kind of messes up the Sadducees because the people love them. Sadducees, the, the Sadducees and the temple guard had to like, um, they had to take them without violence for they were, were afraid of being stoned by the people. So the people appreciated what the apostles were doing. And maybe they would have appreciated it if they got all upset and started throwing stones at the Sadducees or something. Um, but that doesn't mean they should do that. It means they could, and they did the better thing. Um, and so I think this reading is really helpful for this morning to think about um, the things that we can do and should do um, and how we sometimes forget that we can do some things that people think we can't, like have emotions. Um, and it's up to us to do the things that we should do, um, even though we may be allowed to do something less. A prayer for the mission of the church from the Book of Common Prayer. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.